Episode six of the Innovators Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We are interviewing Kenny Kyle today. Kenny Kyle works as the general manager at the TMC Student Training Center located right here in the research park. For those of you who don't know, TMC is a trucking and logistics company. Uh, So we get into a lot about TMC as a company. We really focus on internships, uh, student involvement, uh, how TMC helps student organizations on campus. I think this episode will really appeal to any students who might be interested in working for TMC. We talk uh, a lot about the internship process. We talk about some of the great things that interns have done at TMC here in Ames and also at their other locations. Uh, So definitely if you're interested in working with TMC, this episode is for you. Um, Otherwise, we also hit on some cool information about Kenny, uh, a little bit about his background. Uh, You'll notice right away as we get into the podcast that judging by his accent, he's he's not from the U.S. So he talks a little bit about his background before coming to the U.S., but I wanted to give a little bit more information because I think there's some really cool stuff here that we didn't get to get to cover in, in the podcast. So just a little bit more about Kenny. So he's been in Iowa for 22 years now. Uh, he ended up marrying an Iowa girl, as he puts it. Um, that's why he's here now. But before that, he was actually born and raised in Scotland. Um, he lived and worked in Greece, Portugal, Spain, England, um, and he's been all over the world. So he's traveled to 25 countries, um, three continents, and he says he's visited all 50 states. Uh, not many people can say that. So. Um, A fun little tidbit that he included was the worst drivers he's come across were from Morocco and North Carolina. So good thing Iowa didn't make that list. Well done, everyone. He, another really cool thing about Kenny is he he actually has uh, worked for himself for a very long time before starting with TMC. Uh, He says he he started his first company at the age of 16, which was a window cleaning business. Um, And then after that, he at a point owned a small hotel, a restaurant, travel company, a property management company, uh, two trucking companies, two logistic companies. So Kenny has done it all and I just thought it was super interesting and thought he'd be a great Research Park Innovators podcast guest because now he's working with Iowa State students and you know bringing some of that entrepreneurial mindset uh, into an established company that is TMC. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. I know I enjoyed talking with him. Uh, Super long intro for me, but without further ado, we'll get into it. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for coming in and and giving us a little bit of time. I'm looking forward to chatting and just hearing a little bit about TMC. Um, I've been here with the Research Park for uh, four years now. And, um, TMC is always, uh, you know, kind of used as, as the, the example of a research park company that, you know, has, has really benefited from the student connections. So of course, want to get into a little bit of that, but before we, before we start off too much, uh, just tell me a little about, a little bit about yourself, um, a little bit about your background, um, and we can go from there. Well, first of all, Matt, thanks for having me here today. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here and a and, uh, pleasure to uh, be part of your uh, podcast. Um, so uh, as far as myself, uh, I was you might have picked it up from the accent, but uh, not from around here. I was born and raised in Scotland. Um, since a pretty early age, I was on the move. Uh, when I was 20 years old, I used to work in Greece in the summer. Um, 26 years old, I moved to Portugal. 
I lived there 12 years. I worked in Spain for a couple of years. I've lived in England as well. I've been in the USA now for about 22 years. Um, Married to uh, an Iowa girl, so that's the reason I'm here in Iowa. Um, I've uh, traveled a lot, um, a lot of countries in the world, as well as uh, I've now been in all 50 states uh, as well, which... uh, I'm quite proud of because there's a lot of Americans who've never been in all 50 states. Including so. myself. That's <laughs> impressive. So, yeah. Um, I, I went to work for TMC in 2001. Um, it was kind of the first real job I had, actually, because I've been working for myself most of my life. Um, I've owned a restaurant, a hotel, a travel company, a property management company. I've owned two trucking companies in my lifetime and two logistics companies. So uh, um, it was a natural fit to go to TMC, and uh, uh, they're a great company to work for. Um, they're very professional, very ethical, and uh, they like to do the job right. You bet. So so what do you do with TMC? What, what made you switch from um, kind of the uh, maybe entrepreneurial ventures that, that you were a part of uh, back to working, working for a company? What, what was that like? So when I came to the States, um, and uh, really when I came to the States, I had no intention of staying here, but uh, um, when I finally settled down, I thought I better get a real job, preferably one with a paycheck. (laughs) So uh, um, TMC were were actually advertising for a a safety coordinator at that time. I went, uh, applied for the job, went to interview for the job, and and then during the interview was asked if I would be interested in talking to a couple other people at the company because they felt that um, I might be better suited to more operational um, side of the business. Um, And that's what I did. I worked in operations for a couple of years, um, then moved over to customer service. Um, one point, I was director of customer service for a number of years. Um, I then moved over to our logistics side and started doing sales. Uh, started doing some special operations where we set up uh, offices uh, in other parts of the country. I've been quite a bit involved in that and um, quite a lot of traveling around. Um, so the office in Ames has been here since uh, March of 2017. Um, We've done internships with Iowa State University for a long time, and, and actually I, I posed that question to uh, uh, some members of our executive board uh, because I couldn't remember exactly when we started. And uh, when I started with TMC in 2001, we had interns then. Um, we have been doing internships since the late 90s. Um, we've been working with the university a lot longer than that. Um, offering out positions and, and a lot of uh, um, a lot of people in uh, Des Moines and Ames came from Iowa State University. They're all Iowa State University grads. Very cool. So, what is a I guess on that topic of of internships and uh, and and students? What what does a student internship look like with TMC, especially here in the Ames office, but you know maybe elsewhere at, at TMC's different locations as well. Yeah, so we have interns in in pretty much all our offices uh, at various times of the year. 
we had, uh, like I was saying, internships in Des Moines for, for many years. Um, the difference was before we opened the office in Ames, our internships would be summer only um, because really a student from Iowa State, if they had to travel an hour to our Des Moines corporate office and an hour home again, it was very difficult for them to put in an internship during the school year. Um, and that was uh, one of the reasons for opening the office in Ames. <clears throat> now, with, with being so close to campus and being here in the research park, um, it allows students to go to class and then come here for, uh, you know, period of the day and then, and then either go back to class or, you know, work to the end of the day. So how, how many interns are there uh, dur- typically during a school year, and does that fluctuate into the summer session too? So in Ames, we have internships in four different departments, um, um, IT internships in, in development, uh, mostly MIS majors. Um, we do operations where we're uh, dispatching our own trucks. We do customer service, which is basically load planning, where we're planning our own trucks. And then the logistics department, which is the biggest department in Ames, um, and it's the fastest growing department in the company as well. We do um, logistics coverage and logistics sales. Um, so um, supply chain management has always been a big major for us. A lot of, uh, um, a lot of grads uh, out of supply chain program uh, are with TMC, and a lot of students um, who are interning come out of the supply chain program. But um, in recent years, we've certainly gone to marketing as well, a lot of marketing students. And then um, uh, Iowa State has an excellent uh, sales program. Um, they're doing now and, and for our logistics sales representatives we've hired quite a few people out of uh, the sales program at Iowa State um, it's uh, it's an excellent program they do a great job of uh, bringing on uh, excellent salespeople very cool so how have you seen um, you know when you with your previous time uh, in TMC how have you seen maybe Iowa State students specifically uh, change over over the course of your time with TMC has I know you know we, we've talked a lot about on the podcast the the university's new focus on innovation and entrepreneurship programs have you seen that spill over into interns and internships what's what's that look like so we're now in our fourth year here um, on the research park um, and my fourth year of, of managing the office here and uh, I would say that uh, it is changing. Um, our, the students, uh, to me, seem to be more bold and outgoing and um, really looking to do something um, with, their, with their careers. And uh, um, our biggest thing for interns is when they come to TMC to do an internship, they really want to learn and they really want to make a difference um, they want to feel valued. They want to feel that they're making a difference to to TMC um, and to, I mean, everything down to the profitability of the company, um, future decisions. And um, with that said, we try to involve the students as much as possible 
in uh, decisions. Um, we give them feedback on everything that they're doing and uh, what we're trying to achieve. And before we ask an intern to do anything, we tell them why we're asking them to do that and uh, give them you know, results back afterwards of what they've done. Uh, over the years, we've we've done quite a few interesting projects uh, with students. Um, uh, two years ago, in the summer, we were thinking of expanding um, the logistics department to other cities uh, around the U.S. We currently have 10 cities um, where we have logistics offices. And, of course, we have a lot more um, dedicated offices and, and uh, terminals as well. But um, so we had uh, three handpicked students who worked for six weeks one summer doing studies of cities around the U.S. and then uh, scoring them on different criteria about what would be a good city for TMC to expand to next. So that was a, a fantastic project for the three students and of course something great that they could put on their resumes Definitely. that they were you know, molding the future of the company. Definitely. Uh, on that note, you mentioned that you'd set up uh, different locations with TMC. What are some of those locations and if you had to pick a favorite, which, which one would it be? Well, we, we no longer have uh, a couple of the offices because a lot of things that we do will be for a period of time and then it will, it will change. So um, sometimes different contracts or, or whatever will be there and then go away. Um, probably the favorite office I ever set up was Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, just because it had uh, glass all down one side and a view of the mountains. So wow. that, was, uh, that was really nice. A little bit different from Iowa scenery. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. We've got some scenery around here, but not a lot of mountains. That, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. what, are, what, what were some other locations? Uh, I set up a port operation for TMC in Savannah for uh, one of our uh, sister companies that uh, we ran for several years. It was very profitable. Um, and then uh, now in Ames, uh, you know, setting up the office here and, and seeing it expand uh, has, been, has been a lot of fun. Well, how many how many employees are out of the Ames office just for for the listeners? Uh, so we have uh, uh, about twenty full time employees in the Ames office, and currently uh, twenty students as well. So it's usually around about half and half um, students versus uh, full time employees. Of course, you need the full time employees to teach the students and uh, uh, guide them, um, and of course we're. We're a for-profit company, so we're here to make money as well, not just uh, not just teach students as well. So, absolutely. With the uh, with the internships, do you see a lot of uh, students roll into full-time jobs with DMC? What's the what's the uh, ratio there? If you had to estimate. Yeah, um, so um, we've seen it uh, increase, uh, but over the last uh, or the last three years, we were uh, sitting at about thirty-three percent of uh, students who had done internships who rolled into full-time positions with the company, which is a, a fantastic number. So that's obviously a, a really good number that are that are sticking around. Well, why why do you think that is? Uh, yeah, TMC is a quality company. Uh, in transportation, TMC is recognized as, as really one of the, the standard bearers of, of quality um, in transportation. Um, 
what we what interns are looking for during an internship you know is to have an, a meaningful internship where they're they're learning something about about what they're you know what they're taking back to classroom with them or or just life lessons as well knowledge that they can they can use future forward um, but the the biggest things for for students is they want to feel that they're making a difference with what they're doing and they want to be valued and um, it's something that we take very seriously you know with our internship program here in Ames like I say we're in our fourth year now and we're learning every year I think we become better at what we do and um, we, we we have a a lot of feedback for for the students and students love feedback on top of that we also allow the students to give feedback to the company so every semester we send out uh, an, a survey to all the students and they get to score all the people that have been training them uh, throughout the semester and then also put in comments as well and this is done anonymously because we really want an honest mm -hmm. answer from from everybody at the same time as we're doing that we have all the trainers score the students on a whole bunch of different criteria um, and that's everything from from focus aptitude drive attendance problem solving teamwork and and consistency um, and uh, then we will have one-on-one -on -one meetings with all the students and, and let them know their scores, give them feedback. And this is done as a, in a very positive way because, you know, if I'm a student out doing an internship, I want to know what people think of me and how, um, how I'm perceived to other people. Um, so we found this has been very good, uh, well, you great must, feedback. You must be doing something right. Uh I guess I, d I don't have the, the data specifically, but um, anecdotally, I mean, if you're retaining a third of the students that you're giving internships to, I, that's that's impressive, and that's something to be really proud of. Um, to kind of stay in that same vein, uh, just to kind of touch on your location here in the research park, what does that do for TMC? Um, I know you talked a little bit about students uh, just really weren't able to make the drive down to Des Moines for a school year internship. Um, you know, summer internships are great, but being able to get that kind of hands-on learning, uh, you know, all year long is even better. What What do you think it is about this research park location, uh, whether it's just the proximity to, proximity to campus or um, whether it's the folks that you're working with out here? What do you enjoy about being out here in the research park? Well, Matt, I think the, the, the biggest things to take out of, out of being here in the, the research park are that uh, – First of all, it allows students to come in for three or four hours um, during the day where, you know, it's a five, ten minute drive from, from where from campus. Um, for some of them, you know, they can take the bus here as well. Cyride stops, you know, um, on the research park in a couple of different locations. And, and it's very handy if they're driving down here. This parking is great parking. You know, it makes a difference. It really does. So it, it's very easily accessible. Um, this way it helps them continue their learning during the school year um, as well as giving them a, a, you know, a salary as well for that. So Definitely sounds great from a, from a student perspective. Um, but to also kind of hit on... Uh, some of the other employees that you have here at the research park that are full-time um, are those folks that 
you know, live in the Ames area anyway and are, are managing other aspects of the business? Are those more so uh, maybe your, your best teachers? What, what are those folks like? Uh, talk, talk about your, your full-timers here. Yeah, great question, Matt. I think that uh, um, we actually have uh, full-time people from Ankeny, uh, Boone, uh, State Center, Nevada, and uh, quite a number of people from Ames as well. So um, they're most of the people in the office um, have some involvement with teaching the students. There are probably five or six who do not, and they just work on their, their own things. Um, and then, again, depending on the department and the time of year and how many students we have interning in that department, would it would vary as well. But everybody who is full-time in the office has a full-time job that they do. Um, even our two intern supervisors, they have other duties that they do uh, as well as, as supervising the, the internship program. Um, we, we found that... Uh, the people who work in the office love the involvement with the students. You know, everybody likes to be able to share their knowledge and, and teach. And we have some very experienced people in the transportation world and in the IT world as well who are helping to develop the future of TMC and the future of the country. Very cool. I guess to kind of to kind of go a different direction. So we're we're recording this here on February 11th uh, about. Uh, 10 30 in the in the morning and i'm looking out the window and it's snowing uh this has been a a interesting winter here in central iowa um to you know from a from a, a transportation company's perspective what what challenges does that present what is that how does that change your job on a on a daily basis uh, yeah, good question. For transportation, of course, uh, weather plays a, a huge part in what we do, and we have to be very cognizant of the weather. Um, you know, everything from the cold um, can affect your trucks as well. The trucks are diesel, and diesel doesn't like cold very much. Um, you know, the, there's an ice storm going on right now in Dallas-Fort Worth, and there's been some multiple vehicle wrecks there uh, so again it's something that's uh, transmitted out to the whole company for everybody to be aware um, so we have a department actually out of our Bentonville Arkansas office and they send out uh, emails daily with uh, weather issues and uh, just other stuff that's going on around the country that we should be wary of um, especially during hurricane season so with uh you know, just to give a little bit of more more detail on on the company as a whole, are is TMC working with uh, a core group of companies or a core sector? Uh, are they it, does TMC focus in, in one in one specific area, or are you kind of across the board? Um, okay, great question, Matt. Um, there's actually multiple sides to TMC about uh, freight coverage and and what we do. Our logistics department deals with partner carriers um, that we push out excess freight and then sales freight to um, carefully approved carriers who are non-TMC trucks. Mm -hmm. And we move all sorts of freight all over the country with that. Um, we're basically in, in uh, you know all 48 states plus many of the Canadian provinces as well. On, on the 
TMC asset side of the business, uh, uh, we were mainly uh, east of the Mississippi River. Um, 90% of our trucks run east of the Mississippi River. Um, we have dedicated operations, which again are mainly to the east of the Mississippi, but, but down in Texas as well and, and other states. How, how, how is the, I, I'm sure you've gotten this question uh, one too many times, but how has the pandemic kind of impacted TMC's business um, in terms of, you know, whether it be uh, working, you know, day-to-day operations with, within the company and the offices or, or specifically uh, the, the business itself? What does that look like? Great question. Um, the last uh, public university uh, panel that I sat on was uh, Darlamoor School, University of South Carolina. It was actually about a year ago now. And one of the questions from the student then was, uh, you know, how is coronavirus affecting transportation? And at that point, it really wasn't affecting TMC too much directly, but the writing was on the wall and we knew it was going to affect us. It was interesting because other people on the panel were very much affected uh, one of the gentlemen was from BMW, where 75% of their exports went out to China, and they were stopped. Um, and one of them was from Maersk, and 60% of their inbound containers to the West Coast came from China, and that had been stopped as well. So th- there were obviously companies that were far more affected than us. When the p- pandemic started to get more serious, then it definitely affected us. A lot of shippers closed down, things slowed down, um, and uh, we kind of went in little bursts. We, we, we got busy very quickly because everybody especially in our logistics side, because everybody was buying toilet paper that they didn't need and everything else. So, of course, the stores were running out of things and, and they needed stuff delivered very quickly. Then after that, of course, the you know the building trade slowed down an awful lot and um, other things slowed down. So, of course, we slowed down with it. And then it started to find its own level again and come back up. So then we got very busy again and we've been very very busy ever since i mean just uh incredibly busy the demand for for trucking is is quite incredible a supply chain uh, specifically to to transportation and supply chains it seems like that was something that was kind of behind the scenes your supply chain majors knew what it was uh maybe the rest of your business majors uh knew that 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 was a major that was in the business college. But, you know, until a year ago uh, and, and toilet paper left the shelves, I, if you said the word supply chain management to uh, the average American, I'm not sure that they would uh, completely understand what, what that meant. Um, have you seen, have you seen uh, maybe the average person taking a greater interest in, in uh, the transportation side, the logistics side of your business? What, how has that impacted? I mean, it just seemed like such a such a kind of a culture shift, and you know, you'd see you know supply chain in the news every other day. It seemed like it's funny you say that. So, uh, uh, yeah, supply chain is, is 
nobody had heard the word before and and now it's a household household word you know everybody's talking about the supply chain and, and in a way i mean it, it's great for some of the universities as well because uh, um, it's definitely going to help the supply chain uh, program it, you know the, there are going to be more supply chain majors i think just because of the publicity that it's, it's got i think as well everybody realize how, how important the supply chain is um you know to everything i mean it's everything especially the the trucking side of it i mean everything that you have everything that you touch every day it was delivered on a truck you know and and sometimes multiple times on on a truck as well um so it's it's very important you know and 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 not just the the trucking side of it of course the whole supply chain side to everything from the the shippers the manufacturers bringing in their raw product to to manufacture the finished product and then how do you get that finished product out to the customer Um, and then in a lot of cases it goes to the customer and then it's distributed again so very big part of what we do I'm, i'm sure that there was a supply chain disruption emergency plan before the pandemic, uh, I'm sure you guys planned for, um, you know, what if, if X, Y, Z happens, how, what did that look like before the pandemic and how has COVID-19 impacted the way that you think about disruptions and affected the way that you, that you plan for the unplanned? TMC has been a, a, a very big partner of uh, Home Depot for a lot of years, uh, working with their emer- emergency management team. Um, so, and that's mostly for hurricane relief and, and uh, um, things like that, emergencies. I think that TMC has always been a company that's been ready for emergencies and, and ready to react to to different things. I don't know if anybody was ready for COVID-19. I think it just took the whole world by surprise and it came on relatively quickly as well. Um, you know, are we more prepared now than what we were before? I would say yes. Um, we're more knowledgeable now about how to react to different things. Uh, I don't think we were ever bad at it before. I think we were very good at it. But uh, I think there were a lot of things that happened that just nobody was ready for. Yep, definitely. That is kind of um, a, a common theme that we've tried to to play along with uh, with these podcasts is that theme of, like we mentioned earlier with the university, uh, innovation and entrepreneurship. Um, a lot of times we see that take shape with somebody starting their own company. A couple of the folks that we've talked to um, are, are doing their own thing. They're building a product or creating a service. Um, TMC is an established company. How does, uh, you know, to use the buzzwords, how does innovation and entrepreneurship impact your day-to-day operations and you know how how does that how does that play into um when a company is already like you said an established company tmc's been around for uh, almost 50 years and uh very uh tried tested proven method of working that's that's worked for us for 50 years made a profit for the company given great service to our customers, which is what keeps your customers coming back over and over again. Um, we also are 
incredibly focused on looking after our employees, um, from our drivers to our office staff. Um, that has really helped us as well, just to, um, again, to give good service to our customers. Um, innovation, we're, we're always looking for new methods for things, um, new software um, developments in our trucks. Uh, our trucks are amongst the safest trucks out there and um, really fantastic, the, the, the technology that's put into them. Uh, communications with our drivers, again, is, is absolutely fantastic and the information that we put out to our drivers. And uh, also um, the, the, the technology that we've built, our own IT department has built for, uh, for our dispatch systems, um, optimization and, and uh, um, information you know, because information's key. Um, having that information in front of you when you're you're talking to drivers, when you're talking to customers, and knowing what you're doing is is key to success to give good service to everybody. Awesome. So that the spirit of of you know entrepreneurship that the university has been fostering is is obviously um, you know very prevalent, especially with as many students as you as you have in your office. Um, how you know, especially with the research park location and the proximity to the university, uh, what does that relationship look like? Obviously, the students enjoy it out here, um, but but how about the uh, the university as a whole? Do you work with uh, some departments inside of the university or uh, any leadership? What, what's that like? Yeah, great question, Matt. So uh, we've always had a, a great um, involvement with Iowa State University for, for a lot of years. I think the first presentation I ever did was uh, um, the Translog Club back in 2003 or something like that. Um, but we work very closely with a lot of the clubs and uh, also with, with uh, a number of professors at Iowa State. Um, we will give classes, um, lectures, you know, to the students uh, on campus uh, in the past. And, of course, lately we've been doing most of that remotely, of course. Um, we would go probably every semester we would uh, do a presentation for supply chain club uh, multicultural business network club uh, marketing club um, sales club um, uh, and MIS were the ones that we would uh, we'd, we'd work with most and of course we always opened ourselves up as well if, the, if there was any other club that wanted uh, us to come and present to them we were very open to doing that um, when we do our presentations, we try to be a little bit different. We don't go to the clubs and try and tell them how great we are and why they want to work for us. Never like that. It's nothing like that at all. We go there and usually try to go talk about a subject that they want to hear about. Um, there's a lots of times we'll go and we'll play games. So we've had number of times we've gone and played Jeopardy with the clubs and, and then give out a bunch of prizes, you know, to the winning team and just something to make it fun, but a, a learning and very interactive experience at the same time. Um, same thing with the classes. It becomes far more difficult to give a class online than it does being there in, in a classroom, of course, because it's more difficult to engage people 
on a Zoom call as it is to to try to do it when you're there in the class and you can sort of pick on somebody then and you know ask them a question. Um, but uh, we've we've certainly continued to do that, uh, uh, not just with Iowa State, but with other universities as well. But uh, mainly with Iowa State, and we have a couple coming up in March that we'll be doing with uh, with supply chain. So it's it's clear that uh, you know TMC is very active not only with with internships but on campus, and uh, students are a big part of that. Maybe just uh, just to kind of start to wrap up what. What are some of the what are some of the things that students can kind of look forward to, um, whether they're just getting involved with, with the clubs or on campus or uh, in classes or, or even back to the back to the internships topic. Uh, so, so one of the things we do with the uh, with the students uh, in the summertime. Um, of course, in the summertime, everybody's working 40 hours a week, so it's a little bit different from during the school year. But a um, couple of things that we've, we've created and, and really uh, um, you know, expanded on is one is a, a National Internship Day. Um, so we have, a, first of all, we let everybody wear shorts that day. Um, <laughs> to work which we don't do any I bet other they enjoy time. that yes and then we uh we'll have a big cookout and uh play games uh you know uh, outside and and we invite uh, our executive team to come to Ames and uh visit with the students and uh um sort of tell their stories but it, it basically it's a whole day that they get paid to play bags out on the lawn and <laughs> volleyball and things like that that sounds like a pretty good day and we didn't do it uh, last year because of COVID, but uh, the year before, we invited every intern on the research park to come and join us for lunch. And if they wanted to stay in the afternoon, they could stay and play games as well with the students. We had a number of interns from Workiva and a couple other companies come over and they enjoyed a, a good lunch with us. And it was fun for everybody to talk to each other and, and see different things. So um, something else that we do in the summer, Matt, is uh, um, every two weeks we'll have a, an intern competition um, where we will get every uh, Ames office that has interns um, together on Zoom calls. We'll do this in a conference room, um, get them on Zoom calls. We'll have cameras set up in all the different conference rooms and uh, usually play some sort of quiz or some sort of game with them. And then we'll mail off prizes to, to the winners. Um, having more interns in Ames than any other office, we usually win something here but uh, it's fun and I think it, it helps show the the size of the company and uh, it brings the interns together then they can relate to names that they maybe just see in emails or, or something like that definitely that's I know the you know the research park um, intern programs and you know the Ames chamber does a lot of those bringing interns together especially in the summertime that's always it's always a great way to meet meet other students and you know, you're all here for the summer anyway, so you might as well make some new friends, and that, that's awesome. That sounds like a that sounds like a great program. Something else that we put together, uh, we're actually just finished and finished and putting it together now is um, 
um, an intern uh, um, hit squad for our logistics department. And uh, this was an idea that came down from upper management was uh, to pick out uh, the best interns in logistics who were um, having great success and covering loads with uh, outside carriers. So we picked uh, eight interns. Um, four of them were in Ames, uh, a couple in South Carolina, uh, Phoenix and Madison, Wisconsin, and um, just worked out their hours uh, that they're here during the school year. And then when we have uh, freight that's uh, uh, very important and sometimes challenging to get covered, we're going to turn to this group of uh, students to see if they can help to get the uh, the freight moved. So. First of all, to be in the group, you've got to be proven yourself to, you've got to be here for a while to have the experience, and you've got to be proven yourself to to be successful as well. So again, something good for students to put on their resumes. Very awesome. Uh, i tell you what, a TMC internship sounds pretty pretty impressive. i have talking with other students that I know that have completed TMC internships. Um, you know, it sounds like a fantastic program, especially here in the Ames office. Uh, you know, being out here in the research park, um, you, you get to interact with a lot of different students, and I, I hope that we can kind of get back to that next summer. I know last summer was was a little different animal, but um, really looking forward to to getting a lot of activity back out here in the research park, especially especially with students. There's uh, one thing, and, and we we publicize this as well when we're when we're talking to students, but just uh, um, there's seven key things that we promise our interns. And, and one is to treat them with respect, uh, to give them continuous feedback, to allow them to self-evaluate, to allow them to evaluate their trainers, to involve them as much as possible in business decisions, to seek their input in, in their daily work, and then to give them a real-life experience during their time at TMC. And that's what we find has been uh, our key to success. Um, students want to feel that they're they're doing something good, and of course they want to learn. We do a lot of other fun things as well. We just actually uh, um, last month, uh, actually a couple of months ago, we did a, a little competition that was called. Uh, Am I smarter than a 1980s shipping manager? <laughs> and uh, we we divided the students up into teams of two. We stuck them in the conference room. We gave them an hour and a half, and then we gave them a list of loads and how much space these loads would take up in the trailer and all the destinations. And then they were given a paper map, and they weren't allowed to use a computer at all because they had the same technology as a 1980s shipping manager. Which was the a, rulers and the pencils. Exactly, it was a ruler, pencil, and a calculator. That wow. was what they had, and they had to work out um, the 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 best way to route the loads um, to to get them delivered for, at the cheapest cost. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, it was our two rookies that won it. Really? Um, they'd only been with the company for a couple of weeks, and um, they were one of the teams. And, and So uh, they hadn't even had time to, yeah. to learn the new system. Which, so which is still... maybe, the, maybe they're... they're Maybe that was their key to success. Yeah, it was yeah. that they hadn't learned a new way yet, and they they reverted back to the old ways. But that was a lot of fun. And um, uh, when we put that on LinkedIn, it got a lot of hits. A lot of people in, in different companies around the U.S. were very interested in that. That's pretty neat. That's that's a great idea. 
Did, how many how many interns competed in that? Uh, we had sixteen interns compete in that. They were all they were all very close actually. Yeah. Um, some of them took longer than others to do it, so they were judged on on three different criteria, and, and time taken to do the exercise was one of them. Um, the winners, I think, they finished it in, in just over an hour. Um, there were other teams that took over two hours to to do it. There were some teams that got into it. They, they kind of overthought it a little bit. Um, but there was another team, um, actually, who, who were very good. And had the rules been a little bit different, they would have won it. They, they actually managed to reduce down a number of trucks by one, um, which was saved by having. So they would have saved the costs on a driver by having one driver doing two, two different loads in a day. Um, but uh, um, so that was very innovative to see them really thinking outside the box but of course that wasn't part of the judging so we we had to tell them hey great good good work but you didn't win <laughs> that's that's interesting so, yeah that sounds like a really neat uh a, a neat tool for you know i mean you could apply that to a lot of different spaces um here with our with our research park interns um maybe i'll have to maybe i'll have to come up with something that uh give to Allison see if she can she can test us a little bit that that'd be that'd be something neat to do take take away technology and, yep. and you know we have a lot of great technology as I spoke about at TMC fantastic software um, that we use uh, every day and uh, but sometimes it's good to take that away and really get people to use their their brains to to work mm-hmm. some things out you know not that they're not doing that when they're using the software of course mm-hmm. they are but uh sometimes when you take uh you take things away it can really make a difference just some good practice to kind of break the mold a little bit awesome so so kenny we do uh kind of a, a wrap-up session with all of our guests uh like a typical podcast uh some rapid fire questions so what we like to do uh, is give you a, a set of time frames. Uh, when we were kind of applying this to uh, kind of a, the startup businesses that we were talking to, it was where's your company going to be in, in two months? Where's your company going to be in, in five years, et cetera? And so I'll do the same with you. Uh, whether you want to apply that to TMC as a whole or maybe just stick to the research park office or maybe just the specific folks that you're working with, whatever you're feeling. So. I'll give you a couple time frames. We'll do the first one. How about, let's say, six months? In six months, what what's Kenny going to be doing? What is uh, TMC going to be doing? Uh, what's that What's that going to look like? Great. Uh, continuing to grow is is uh, the main thing there. Um, TMC wants to continue to grow. We are uh, uh, we've been in growth mode since we started in 1972 and we will continue to do that and uh, um, obviously there's only so far that we can go with our office we, we just moved office again because we ran out of space in the old office um, it's a good problem to have it's, right it's a good problem to have <laughs> we, we have a, a four-year lease uh, um, now on, on in building three um, so we're limited to the number of seats that we have but we'll continue to grow yes Fantastic. How about let's do the next do let's do three years. What about in three years? A little bit further down the road. Um, what are what are some goals maybe that, that you're looking for long term? Um, uh, what, what's that going to look like? I'd say a three year goal is is to have a lot more students having careers with TMC. 
TMC's been around for 50 years. If we want to be around for the next 50 years, we need the leaders of the future. And uh, that's what we're looking for at ISU, the leaders of, of TMC for the future. You're not going to come and join TMC and be the CEO the next year. It takes a long time. But, uh, you know, I, I look at our executive team now and uh, they were sitting across the table interviewing, you know, in the, in the in the late 90s for positions at TMC. So, Very cool. Very cool. Well, that seems like a pretty good place to wrap up. Uh, thanks. Thanks for your time, Kenny. We really appreciate you coming in. And I hope that uh, I hope the students can, uh, you know, give this a listen and hear a little bit about TMC if they if they haven't heard about them before. And maybe if they have, uh, maybe this will be the thing that that pushes them to apply for those summer internships. Speaking of which, when when might those be uh, those applications being coming out or is that already taken care of? What's that? Just to hit one last point. So I don't know if it's COVID related or not, uh, or just, you know, a measurement of our success here um, at Iowa State and in the research park, but we've had far more applications already for spring and summer internships than we've ever seen. Um, Another good problem. Huh? It's it's a, it's a problem, but it's a good problem to have. Um, the only thing is when you get to the stage, you know, when you have that many applications, it becomes very, very difficult. You know, it's it's very hard to turn down somebody who is very talented that you think could be a great fit for the company mm-hmm. and a, a great, you know, asset to have in your office. And also you can help that student by giving them a great experience. So it's very hard to turn somebody down for an internship. But unfortunately, we're going to have to turn down a number of people and, you know, like I say, it's a good problem to have, but it's also unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, definitely, uh, a, like I said, a good problem to have. Uh, definitely very clear that TMC is a, uh, a fantastic company to work for, especially uh, for internships. So hopefully students, if they're interested, uh, can check out whether it's our website or your website. I know uh, on our careers page at isupark.org, um, we've got a lot of TMC uh, internships up there very often. So uh, Kenny, thanks for thanks for your time today, and, and especially thanks for all you do for students uh, at the university and, and the research park especially. Uh, appreciate you being here. Matt, thanks very much for having me here and, and allowing me the time to talk about TMC. Uh, the research park is a fantastic place to be. Uh, great staff and, and, and great management, and uh, it's really a pleasure to be here. <laughs>